0: Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Program. I'm Susan Larris and Dan. And yes, it is indeed true that six years ago today, on October 26, 2010, I started this show. And first of all, I'd like to simply say thank you. um, If I could begin this episode and end this episode and this episode with gratitude, that would be the best possible way I can think about to express the unconditional love that truly started this show many years ago. And I'm thankful to the listeners. I'm thankful to the many guests and just thankful in general for this opportunity to share from the heart. And I really would like to take this time to encourage other people to consider doing exactly what I did some years ago. A show doesn't have to be some monumental um, adventure like um, Coast to Coast AM or something like that to be very worthwhile. It's all about sharing your own authenticity and sharing the time with other people and having open-hearted, honest conversations about whatever it is you care about. And whether that's spirituality or music or whatever it might be, I really do encourage those of you who feel called to do something similar to consider it because it's one of the best choices i ever made a rather surprising choice not something i really expected to be doing for this this long of a period and yet it's been something that has been incredibly gratifying just to share from the heart and to give others the opportunity to share from the heart and and that's what really matters This show today is likely not going to be a very lengthy episode, and and it's really just a thank you, and but I do call you to check out the amazing archive in frontierbeyondfear.com because there have just been so many guests, many repeating guests, um, some that have only appeared once, um, and yet. There is just an incredible archive there of people sharing from the heart in a very natural, unpolished way, because not everything has to be glitzy or polished, sometimes just being ourselves. In fact, I would say all of the time, just being ourselves is what really matters, um, I am going to share a few thoughts at this moment in time, October 26, 2016, because there are things on my heart right now. In many ways, this is a show about learning about our relationship with fear. Um, And that has been an evolving exercise over time. I think that Many of us would like to release our fears altogether, and I do believe we can certainly rise above many of our fears. But I would suggest that we also realize that fear is a catalyst at times to help us to grow. And the best way to actually release our fears, which is possible to come to peace, is to acknowledge those things in our world that are challenging for us and then allow our awareness, greater consciousness of a greater awakening of the love of the divine whether you view the divine as a personage, as a spirit, as the universe, as angels, whatever that support is that you choose to believe in, even if you don't believe in the divine at all and only feel that it's your fellow humanity, those who are in the heart space, those who are connected to their integrity, to their authenticity, to the love that binds us all together, no matter how you characterize that, what that can do is help us elevate out of the fear and come up with true solutions for our planet. Does that mean that we aren't going to have very human moments where we fall back into fear? Of course we're going to fall back into fear. We're here on this planet as human beings. I fully believe that we pre-existed before we came to this planet as parts of the divine. And we came here as very unique, special, loved creations that we co-created ourselves. And we are continually co-creating with the divine what our paths will be. What does co-creation mean? Co-creation has a very important co as a part of it, which means that there is a greater aspect of all of us that knows what it is that we need to fully grow and create whatever this experience is on this planet in our individual lives and together collectively to. Ultimately, learn how to elevate love, how to more fully become love. It's really the only answer if you believe that God is love. And that's not always easy to come to terms with because a lot of challenging things happen on this planet, and it's a very courageous thing to be here and to not acknowledge our courage, which, of course, acknowledges that we're going to have some fear is to deny us really an amazing acknowledgement of everything we've chosen to be here to acknowledge our courage is important in this world right now i i have to say many of us are going through journeys where we may be troubled in fact, if we're not troubled by what's happening in the world right now, um we're not paying attention. That doesn't mean that we allow it to to disturb our peace or even our faith or our hope or our belief in what we're what we're creating. But I think for me, what has become quite um something that I'm paying attention to in my own heart, certainly is what does it mean to be authentic and i think that we are seeing right now a lot of people being driven by fear into spaces of inauthenticity truthfully and inconsistency and and yes i am talking about the election right now in the united states and how do we deal with this honesty If we could only be honest about how perfectly imperfect this situation is on all fronts, as opposed to a kind of glossing that seems to be occurring because we're responding to fear. And I feel like if we could use our fears of whatever it is that we don't want. And let's be careful here. You know, if we spend a lot of time focusing on what we don't want versus what we do want, that is not a, and so I have to say, I am a bit troubled right now because I feel like we need to come back to being centered in our hearts around what we truly believe. And, I would hope that that would then be the basis of how we act as opposed to simply reacting or simply, um, you know, um, whitewashing things without acknowledging fully that, that there's ambiguity. The human experience is filled with ambiguity or it seems to be. But the clarity that exists is that there can be only love, which ironically can seem like the most ambiguous thing of all because it's been veiled from us many times. And so I think that we need to come back into an honest relationship with the ambiguity, with the fact that things don't have to be darkly dualistic this way or the other to fully understand and to choose a path that is based in the heart and so i would encourage everybody who's feeling pressured for possibly by peers who is feeling conflicted who is feeling that they have strayed from their authentic center of what they truly believe about what is happening and what we need to really stand for as opposed to what we need to stand against, to simply trust, trust with all your heart and follow whatever it is that you're truly guided to do and be honest about it, be honest about the ambiguity because when we don't do that, that we just we lose all um we lose our compass and i think that it it leads to a lot of conflict truthfully when we can't honestly assess where we're at if we want to be at peace in the world if we want to be engaged of real discussions for example. Um, creating peace on this planet it involves acknowledging that you're not always right it involves acknowledging that there are nuances to every situation that are not necessarily going to make you feel comfortable that are not necessarily going to be all rosy all of a sudden when they weren't before because when that happens You become just a shadow of yourself, really, if you choose to totally um, reject whatever your authentic feelings are. So um, anyway, I, I don't mean to be talking in circles here, and I'm actually intentionally not being very direct in terms of what I think that many of us are being called to do here because you need to follow your own heart. It's not about what I'm going to do. It's about what you need to do. And it's about how we choose to really assess where we're headed. I personally do think that without the divine, without the miraculous, without the promise of the new earth right now, we would be in a world of hurt. And I place my faith in the miraculous. What that means is it doesn't matter what the outcome is. That's the irony is that we will create this miraculous world. We are co-creating it and those of us who truly believe in this know that it can unfold. But if we deny our authentic truths, if we reverse ourselves, if we um, buy into things that are not really in the best interests of humanity on any side, without taking sides, if we buy into that, we are going to, to really undermine ourselves and we're just not going to feel good about whatever it is we choose to do. And so If I could use this time to encourage those of you listening to come back to what you authentically feel, what you authentically know, what is authentically being revealed to you, follow that, follow that, and follow that without fear. Follow that in a space of trust because it's not always easy to do. Those of you choosing adventurous paths in your lives, paths of the heart. Doing this show is very adventurous. It takes a lot of time. And it's a passion, truthfully. Many of you have similar passions. The new earth that many of us choose to believe in, some people may call it heaven on earth. I was taught that term when I was young. What is it? What is it? What does it mean to be consistent in your own life as much as you imperfectly can because you're still human with unconditional love? That's having unconditional love for yourself too. That's putting yourself into situations where you are in touch with your heart, where you are following your heart. That may not always mean it's the path where you're making, say, a six-figure income. Um, Many of us have lived those paths where we've done various things. Many of us have been quite happy doing that at times. It's not all empty. It's not all about money. I used to be a computer scientist, and... Certainly, there were aspects of what I did I enjoyed very much. There were some aspects I didn't enjoy. I especially enjoyed um, when I was able to get more into an influential role in creating collaborative practices in the workplace. To me, that's where the workplace is heading, towards more collaborative management, leadership, cooperative processes, communication which is what I have chosen to be about. And so these corporate jobs are not necessarily empty, vacuous things. However, if you are called to do more, then it requires trust. It requires trust that whatever it is you are called to do, especially in service, whatever that is, you will be supported. Because if you're not supported, it's not exactly what you're supposed to be doing right at that moment. And that takes trust. And that takes trust on every level, personally and collectively. If things, for example, in this election or in this world, my goodness, what's going on in many parts of the world, Right now, defy our hopeful expectations at times. Who would have thought those of us who grew up under the shadow of nuclear war, for example, who would have thought that that would come up again so very presently in our world? And yet we are once again being, it's being surfaced. The wounds on this planet are being surfaced to be healed. And many of you are younger and don't really know what it was like for those of us who grew up in the 70s and 80s. It can feel very abstract maybe. And it was more present for some of us. And I'm not saying this in a fear-based way, but there can there can be a kind of distancing from just how serious that is. There can be a lot of distancing from many things in our world right now. How serious it is, just how rampant poverty is in the United States and worldwide. Just how serious it is, the huge, huge divide between the haves and the have-nots and the influence that is rampant. How serious it is that there are so many wars on this planet right now And that there is so much being invested into those wars that could be invested into human potential. How serious it is that we're not really hearing much about the contamination of our waters, of the oceans, of Fukushima. What the heck happened there? Even the Gulf oil spill, what the heck happened there? These things come into the news and then they leave. Yet the problem that we need to deal with The challenges that are before us remain, whether they're in the news or not, whether we have a very short attention span or not, we need to be focused on healing this planet. What about climate change? Well, that's a complicated topic, and it really is. I am one who believes as a scientific person who observes any number of things that, yes, we are contributing to it, but that there is also evidence. In fact, we just saw something in the news yesterday about the hexagonal storm on Saturn changing color, and there's some kind of – vortex above that storm which is very odd by the way but whatever the heck is going on many of us for years have known that other planets are changing too and that's something to be aware of does that mean that we shouldn't be changing how we go about taking care of our planet does that mean i was watching a a tv show from Gosh, I guess it was a movie from the 60s. And they got on a plane. And I thought, my gosh, it's the same as a plane you would get on today. And we have not progressed at all. Look at how we're dependent on fossil fuels. Look at how now we have fracking going on all over the place. And that's being glossed over. Okay, so I've shown that, yes, we can have very real concerns. Do we need to be consumed by the fear of those concerns? No. Not if we truly believe that we have access to the co-creative power of the divine. That means that the ways of the old world are not really going to matter ultimately as we elevate our consciousness that means that things are going to be accessible to us as humanity that seemingly haven't been before, and yet they have. That means many of us are going to start experiencing more and more synchronicities, consciously, statistically impossible connections and verifications that reveal to us this world is much more than we ever thought that it was, or that the materialistic view of the world tends to tell us. And what do we need to do to really tap into that? People, get in touch with your authentic self. If you are undermining what you truly believe in to buy into a lie, that is not going to help you foster an outcome that is positive. Many of us who have been in systems of spiritual thought that went against the very essence of our beings from day one, for example, believing in hell, which is a really big one, we know the struggle that can occur When you are being pressured by fear to undermine your own authenticity, to undermine your own truth, to undermine what it is you just know based on logic, common sense, and your heart. And the new earth is going to be created through honesty. It's not going to be created through everyone pretending to be perfect. That's not how it goes. The new earth is created through yep, that's you know that is that and that's what happened and this is very ambiguous, but this is what I choose to do right now. Um or maybe it's very clear and this is what I choose to do right now. And 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 yes, in in some cases right now, not all, but in one very important case, I am talking about how you choose to vote in this election. You have to follow your heart. Follow your heart or you'll regret it. Those of us who maybe at times in our voting history felt swayed in some way to vote, um, we tend to not feel good about those years. Um, is really what tends to happen. And that doesn't mean you might not make what is an ambiguous, challenging decision, but at least for yourself, come to terms with those to buying into cognitive dissonance because there's a lot of that going on right now where it's just like, you know, it, it, it's undermining our faith in many people that we have trusted truthfully when When there are reversals and selective memory and when, you know, there really are very real issues with the process that now all of a sudden, you know, talking about that has become a fringe kind of a thing or a bitter kind of a thing. This isn't bitterness. This is truth. This is how do we evolve? Do we evolve by being honest about What's actually happening? Or do we evolve by being totally consumed by fear and control in ways that we may not even realize exist? I would suggest being honest and that that will lead you to your most authentic choice and it will lead, right now, Many of us aren't being real open and vocal. I've I've strayed into that and not. Part of that is I really want people to come to their own selves as to how they feel about it. Whatever it is, whatever it is you feel about. I know I have people with many different belief systems out there. I hope that you can feel good about whatever it is that you're choosing. And there are some choices right now that are going to feel really awful to you, very possibly. And if that's true, listen. Listen to your heart. And don't be afraid. Trust. Trust. Peace in this world is going to be created by acknowledging the ambiguity. That is the only way. By acknowledging there are multiple sides To many things by acknowledging that there are things that are being surfaced right now that have been condoned in many quadrants. And we need to look at that everywhere. Um, For example, the diminishment of women. That has been condoned in many ways in our society. So let's look at it in all the ways. That would be good. Same with racism poverty all the different things the refugee crisis i see the live shows about to go go down i'm just going to just check something here so i've been flowing with this i'm glad that this show is evolving this way because it really is about being ourselves and very cool thank you blog talk radio for recognizing this today just the honesty of this episode Because we are on the front page right now, and I'm very thankful for that. Um, I'm always thankful. And it really is about being who you are, folks. That's what it is. Those of us who've, all of us, all of us who have felt pressured in one way or another, know what it feels like to stray from who we are. And That is a part of the human experience. There's no question it is. And the more that you find yourself back in the center of who you choose to be, and no matter what you do, what you believe, your entire life, the more peace you will find. That's the gateway to heaven on earth. That's the gateway to the frontier beyond fear. Thank you, live audience. Um, You're going down now. Frontierbeyondfear.com is where to learn more about this show. I appreciate those who have been here live today with me. I appreciate those across time who are listening to the show today. And I just once again want to express my gratitude. And I want to express the imperfection, the perfect imperfection of just getting on the air and doing what I'm doing right now. It doesn't always have to be perfectly phrased. This is true whether you're interviewing a guest or not. You may feel any number of, um, see, I'm doing it right now. I'm losing my train of thought and my words. It doesn't matter. Being yourself matters. And so if I could encourage you to do exactly this, just flow with who you are and whether you're writing, whether it's in your music with starting a show, that's where you need to be and I will say, as we do draw this episode to the to a close for those of you listening across time, um I do welcome your support of this show. This is a listener supported show, and um it does take courage and resolve and dedication. To keep it going in this way, um, because it certainly does involve an investment to keep it on the air. And I really do welcome your gifts, and um, this time I've put up on the show page a really simple way. I'm sort of trying a grassroots effort. If this show has been meaningful to you you know, there's really something to um, the the every little bit helps approach, and it wouldn't take much. For example, to just cover the monthly cost of the show, or whatever it is that keeps it out on the web. There's hosting fees. There's a lot of time spent, um, and really, even if you felt led to either via PayPal on frontierbeyondfear dot com. There's a link there. Or the mail. To just drop a dollar or five dollars in the mail, um, to Susan Dans P O Box one five five two Sherwood, Oregon, nine seven, one four zero. That would be really helpful. And it would be fun too, because I would just love to see who's out there and um is wanting to support the show in this way and even a note an email would be welcome too, because your energetic support matters and even just that matters i know you're out there i feel you and i appreciate your energetic support um but I just always do want to remind you this is a listener-supported endeavor, and I do want to continue with it as long as it's supported, and I trust in that. So um, thank you again. Thank you to all the guests. I hope that you spend the time to look at the archive. I am in the process of expanding to YouTube I'm going to be putting more things out on YouTube. I'm going to be doing more transcripting and articles from the show to really elevate things. And ultimately, I'm looking at doing more eBooks as well as a book, um, probably multiple books, compiling some of the wisdom from this wonderful show. Because there have just been so many um, episodes where people are sharing some very powerful heartfelt, helpful things that will help you live your lives. They help me every day. Help us all make the choices that are consistent with what we feel in our hearts, that are consistent with our core authenticity, that are consistent with love, with compassion, with how we truly choose in this world, with how hopefully many of us are feeling called to serve in this world, to help our fellow humanity in the most effective way for us, in that way that brings us joy in that way that we have been gifted to be able to do. And for some of us, that can come to us in more than one way. For some of us, just exploring what those way may be is a part of the gift. You don't have to be the best radio host on the planet or writer or musician or artist. There is no best. There is no evaluation. We are not being graded. The the universe's curve that it grades on is based on joy. Does it make you happy? Do you feel like you are doing good? Does that matter to you? In fact, I would suggest that if doing good in the world doesn't matter to you, you may want to really start looking at whether what you're doing is bringing you joy. Because truthfully, the more that you do things for others, whether it be right in your community, um, many of us, and I am glad to include myself, have discovered that just the simple acts in our own life, in our own homes, wherever that happens to be, can bring tremendous, tremendous joy when we choose to participate in the communities around us. And the more that you do this, the more joy that will come to you and the more joy that will radiate from you and the more we will truly change this planet. But diminishing one another. Stop with the path of divisiveness. Let that go. Yes, I've felt it. We've all felt it. There are a lot of divisive things going on right now. Find compassion. Find that place where you can observe what's going on from the standpoint of, gosh, how did that ever become that way? What is at the root of this? What wound do we need to collectively heal here? How can we more honestly approach what's actually occurring? How can we view every one of those who choose to lead, those we admire, those we maybe don't admire? How can we view every one of them as real human beings who came to be however they are based on some kind of gaping wound or based on some kind of very positive experience that nurtured them. If you are parents, I see I'm going on and that's fine. If you are parents, how can you nurture your own kids so that they don't have those wounds of fear? You know, I have to say, I mentioned nuclear war earlier. In a way, I'm I'm happy that we're a little bit buffered by, from that. I think the current generation is a little bit buffered from how that felt to some of us who grew up in the 70s because it was really scary, just so you know. Um, and many of us felt that in the 70s and certainly those who were around even earlier than that. And being driven by that, that kind of a visceral fear is not particularly helpful. Having an awareness is helpful. Having an awareness of what's going on with the environment is helpful. But visceral fears tend to bring us back to areas that aren't as helpful. Not to say that we won't experience that, but when we find it when we encounter it, look for peace. Go out in nature. If you're feeling that kind of fear right now, go out in nature. Take a meditation class. Learn how to do yoga. Pray, if that's consistent with your spiritual experience. Whatever works for you. Tai Chi. Um, some Just exercising. Enjoy a good movie. Enjoy a good book, dance, music. Go play the piano. Play it like I do, highly imperfectly. Enjoy it for what it is. Go listen to the classical station. Go explore the jazz station. I've discovered a new um, jazz station near me that's really giving me joy um, and things like Brazilian jazz, which I realize has always been around, but I actually really enjoy it. And that lifts my spirits. That's what we need right now, the things that bring us joy. And that lifts us out of the visceral things that tend to drive us in a reactive direction. Let's go in a co creative direction, let's go in a direction where we acknowledge we are all perfectly imperfect and we're going to build a miraculous solution to this world, knowing that the perfect part is actually God and that we are not apart from the divine. Omnipresent love is here with us. I hope that you feel that, at least a glimpse of it, every day. I hope that every single person listening to this show experiences a little miracle today, whether it be a synchronicity that is statistically impossible. You look up, you see a billboard, you see a book, you see a newspaper. Something comes on the TV. Perhaps it connects you to a loved one who passed away recently, something to remind you you are supported you are loved and you are not alone that is what i wish for every one of you today across time whoever is listening right now and as i say that how interesting my i was about to shut down the show and now it's not going to let me okay well that's interesting I'll wait for it to come back up. Uh, my computer went to sleep. Anyway, how funny. Um, I'm I'm actually not going to continue on much longer here. Here we go. Um, so, so anyway, as I bring this to a close, just find the miracles in your life. Look for them. They're there. They can be as simple as a hug. Enjoy. Love. Create. We can create the new earth together. Take care, everyone.